0: I could watch that. I could watch that, yeah, I could watch that. I could watch that. I'm not fucking watching that. Why not
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hey, guys, this
0: is I could watch that. I'm Heather. I'm Kelly. This is Alicia, and I'm Ashley, and thank you for joining us on our journey as we go through our top three favorite movies. Um, we have we do one movie each week and we have new episodes that come out every Wednesday. At first, we started with... Kill Bill. Kill Bill, Mm -hmm. Alicia's top favorite movie.
2: And then we did Clueless for our episode two, which was Ashley's favorite movie. And this week, we're doing
0: Devil Wars Prada, which is Heather's favorite movie, mine. And next week, we'll do Kelly's favorite movie, The Crow. So in between our main episodes, we'll be doing the special episodes called I Could Rank That. And just like the one you listened to recently, the um, MCU phase one and phase two... And then we'll be doing phase three after Avengers Endgame comes out, including Captain Marvel.
3: And we'll be talking about Captain Marvel in our current events section because we <laughs> finally
0: saw it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like Kelly said earlier, uh, The Crow is going to be our next episode on our main list. And this week's shout out is my good old sister, Sarah. And we've asked her for her top three favorite movies. And number one is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy. And number three, Howl's Moving Castle. Doesn't surprise me at all. Any of those. (laughs) So she
3: sent me the first two, and she wasn't sure about three, and I Uh just texted back, Howl's. Right. And she said, oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Afterthought. And you guys have actually uh, heard Sarah. She joined us on our MCU ranking of phase one.
0: Okay. So, The Devil Wears Prada came out in 2006, it was directed by Dave Frankel and distributed by 20th Century Fox. The screenplay was written by Eileen Brosh McKenna, based on Laura Weisberger's 2003 <laughs> novel of the same name. 20th Century actually bought the rights to, this film a- to the film adaptation before the novel was even completed hmm. for publishing. That's cool. Um, it's rumored that the inspiration for the character Miranda Priestly was based off of the editor of, editor-in-chief of Vogue at the time, Anna Wintour. However, Streep did not base her character uh, portrayal on her. Weisenberger actually worked as Wintour's personal assistant, which is kind of where the inspiration of, this, of the book came from. So a little bit about the film, the principal photography, um, which is where the bulk of the movie is filmed, ran for 50, 57 days, taking place in New York from October 2005 to December. And it also filmed in Paris, which we see.
2: Oh, so they filmed on location.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember like, that being a big deal. Yeah, except for Meryl Streep, because it was too expensive to fly her out to Paris. Wow. to Paris. So oh. all of her scenes are filmed in New York. Oh, wow. Really, and they just a set, set. Yeah, I like guess she, I guess she it's was like, the most expensive part never, of the. She never went outside, so. She never went uh. outside. Um, the theatrical release was June 30th, 2006. It released on DVD and Blu-ray in December 12th, 2006. It had a 41 million dollar budget and grossed over 300 million worldwide. Dang! Making yeah. it the 12th highest grossing film in 2006. Wow. It also has a ranking of six point nine on IMDb, and I put in the wise words of Ashley, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh,
2: oh God, I I don't know the people who sign up for IMDb. I know it's just like normal
0: people or whatever that like get accounts, but they're all just wrong. Okay, so the main cast is Meryl Streep, of course, as Miranda Priestly, who is the editor in chief of one of Runway, and I put one bamf. Yeah, <laughs> one badass motherfucker. That is true. <laughs> you stand one bamf. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know if we stan her, but... I do.
3: Yeah? You would. She's awesome. You what? You would. What, or you you would? I mean, she's evil, but you I would. love her. Oh, I you love would. her. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's a great character. Thank you. Character,
2: yeah, yeah. yes. Person, no.
3: She's not a real person. Yeah. <gasps> it's fine. These people aren't real. <laughs> what do you mean? My
1: life's a lie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> dang it! I knew it.
0: Everything you know is a lie. And then we have Anne Hathaway as Andrea Andy Sachs, who's a college graduate who became assistant to Miranda Priestley. Do you think Sachs as her last name was intentional, like Sachs Avenue? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, that's. What I, I can see thinking. that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't make that connection, but yeah. Well, and I like that Miranda calls her Andrea the whole time, not Andrea. <laughs> so she she still
3: doesn't actually say her name correctly, but no, yeah. my best friend's name is Andrea, and if you call her
0: Andrea, you're gonna get the fires of hell. <laughs> We have Emily Blunt as Emily Charlton, which is the senior assistant. That- Emily and Emily. Emily and Emily, which <laughs> I put of me, like, question mark. I also love her. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, she was the junior assistant before being promoted when Andy gets hired. She's in charge of Miranda's schedule appointments and expenses. Uh, gets to go to Fashion Week in Paris. Shallow and superficial and always busy.
3: And who even knew who Emily Blunt was before this movie?
0: True, this was mm-hmm. this was her breakout role. Yeah. Totally, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people who worked on this film was like, I've never like she was the person I got to witness like basically a star being born, mm-hmm. and it was like it was really cool to like watch. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I believe she. It. A lot of people say that she almost stole the show from. She did. Um, oh Michigan. oh yeah. Anne Hathaway? No, from Meryl, Meryl, Streep? Street, Meryl Streep. Because, what? almost. Uh, no. Because, I mean, just because she was probably new, and well, people were like, wow, she's so great. I mean, I, I could
2: believe it if they had put Emily in more scenes, probably, <clears> but, could, I mean, it's not
0: about her, she, so yeah. she's in fewer scenes, but I could see that happening. I mean, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for oh, that's great. this. Mm. But Anne Hathaway didn't get any nominations for oh. this. It was Meryl, it was basically Meryl Streep and um, Emily Blunt. So
2: were, were Meryl and um, Anne Hathaway both leads? I guess I guess they would be. I guess yeah, that, yeah
0: but obviously it went to
2: Meryl Streep. Meryl
3: gets top billing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
2: yeah. I was just thinking about if they had been nominated, like where would they have gone? If you had to choose, they. I see why they chose Meryl Streep.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. She had the more For difficult
0: sure. job, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. yeah, she was a rock star. So, mm-hmm. and then we have Stanley Tucci as Nigel Kipling, who's Runway's creative editor.
3: I love Stanley Tucci.
0: I know. He's so, He's so yeah. great. Um, his character is one of the only people in the movie that we see who t- who is rather close to Miranda and has, like, basically her full trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously helps Andy with her makeover later on in the movie. And Hathaway, always getting makeovers. Always. <laughs> Removes her glasses and her ponytail. And her paint-covered overalls. <laughs> I feel like we say this every episode. We need to
2: do that movie.
0: <laughs> we should do She's All That. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Simon Baker as Christian Thompson, who's... I guess he's just a famous writer. They never actually, like, specify what he does. He's a freelance writer. Yeah. yeah. But I think
2: he, like, wrote for, like, the New York Times or something. Uh, I'm assuming. But then he's freelance. Yeah.
0: But he's like, oh, my boss is inside, but he's a freelance writer? I'm like, okay. And he's
2: rocking that Thor blonde hair. (laughs) Yes. Blonde eyebrows. Just want to throw that out there. (laughs) Well, he's from The Mentalist, right? You like that show? Oh, I love The Mentalist. Yes. (laughs) And then we have
3: adrian greener greener he's from that show we don't watch the entourage yes or is it just entourage i think it's entourage entourage.
1: i just know that
0: there's There's Uh, a bunch of dudes in it so yeah same yeah well he's nate cooper in this movie and he's andy's boyfriend Um, awful boyfriend the worst i put live-in boyfriend even though he he does have a job he works as a cook he pays half the rent
2: Any. It pays eight dollars for cheese.
0: I would pay eight dollars for cheese. You would pay eight dollars for cheese. <laughs> I have paid eight dollars for cheese. <laughs> Not eaten that cheese. You have. It's true. And we have Tracy Toms from Rent. Woo! Yay! <laughs> As Lily, and that's Andy's best friend. Um, who she's an artist, I think. Photographer. Photographer. Yeah. yeah, an yeah. Artist. That. Yeah. You no, know, she's still an What's artist. What's wrong? Got a dollar.
3: <laughs> that's
1: a rent joke. And we. Have... I'm with you. I just forgot the next line. <laughs> Oh. She has um, her whole singing angry I don't need no help Goddamn help from yeah. some bleeding heart cameraman. Yeah.
2: That.
3: Yeah, oh, that. it's
1: Anthony Rapp, right? Yeah. 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 But
3: he, Oh yeah, he was just some kind of funny. I like him yeah. now.
1: Oh, well you should watch Rent then.
3: He plays video games, therefore I like him. Oh. And I no, we're not gonna get into a, a rent <laughs> debate here. We will one day. We will one day. By I'll new. just not yeah. be here that day.
1: <laughs> we'll have someone Calling else in for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Somebody who likes Rent.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Rosie. Oh
0: Rosie. You can have Rosie yeah. phone in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then we have Rich Sommer as uh, the gay best friend. Duh. Quotes. You know, they never actually say it. But I feel like They definitely imply a lot. He, yeah, I guess. I mean, he could be a metrosexual man who He just could be likes... bi. Yeah, sure.
3: Because she did say, I have someone to meet for you. Not it's, a man or a woman. It's 2006,
2: though. Bisexuals didn't exist then.
3: They don't exist now. They're free <laughs> to believe it.
2: <laughs> so, no. I They- Totally made him out to be the gay friend without having to say outright that he's gay. And that was probably some kind of progressionalist bullshit they thought they were doing, which, whatever, so.
0: In 2006, it might have been.
2: Let him kiss a dude, it's fine.
0: Yeah.
2: And he's a corporate research analyst. Analyst.
1: What is a corporate research analyst, by the way? I have no idea what that is. You do background research yeah. for people who are above you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you
2: it's... do all the reading and give them the cliff notes. Like oh. junior lawyers do? Cliff notes.
1: Cliff <laughs> notes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got you. He's... Yeah, he's the corporate Clifton. It sounds boring.
0: Yeah. He says that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, uh, yeah, too Okay.
0: And we have Daniel Sanjata as James Holt, who's a fashion designer who we see throughout the movie. We know
2: it's actually funny. I actually um, did not know that this character was played by an actor. I always thought that they had used, like, a real oh. fashion oh. person. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to Daniel.
0: He does his job really well, because yeah. I believed really him. Then we have Ur Rabbit's um, who's the chairman. Oh, wait, I don't actually have his.
1: I don't have this person. <laughs> I was it. like, oh, is the actual person playing uh, person? Okay. Irv? Irv, good job, Irv, you're in a movie. Irv. <laughs> Irv.
3: Ashley, would you say that Daniel is an actor? Actor?
1: <laughs> Trevor? Trevor's lottery. Let's watch <laughs> Iron
0: Man
2: 3 again. Yeah. It's the one that's always on TV.
0: Tibor Feldman as... Irv Ravitz, who's the chairman of Elias Clark. Tiny man, huge ego. <laughs> That's the company that owns Runway, right? Yeah. That's like the That's like the building, I think, I think that they're in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's who oh. runs Runway. And they own, no. I assume they own a lot a, more than just Runway. They're the publishers, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Um, and then we have like a slew of... Cameos. Cameos, like famous people, you know, like Giselle is in there, Valentino... Rebecca Mater showing
3: up again. She shows up in everything.
0: Yeah. And actually, uh, in Giselle's role, because she actually plays Serena, Mm -hmm. and the only way she was going to do the movie was if they actually gave her an acting part.
3: Oh. No, she
0: didn't want to do modeling. Oh. Like, because, I mean, she's a model, but she was like, can I actually act instead of just, like, being a model, you know? And they gave her glasses and a bun, which they liked. (laughs) Yes.
2: So nobody
3: would
0: recognize her? Exactly. Yeah. Let's get into this plot now, shall we? You mean the boob montage? <laughs> That's the boob montage. Can you call
2: those boobs?
3: Yes. <sighs> Gosh, you're so
2: boobist. No. It's ridiculous. Those aren't boobs. Wow. Thanks, guys. No. Considering three of the four of us have. Yeah. Bigger boobs than b- average. Yes. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Small boobs look so weird to me. I'm sorry.
2: Wow. Thanks. <laughs> I should just touch my boobs. So. <laughs> I'm presenting She's them present- present- to you. She's presenting. No, all I'm saying is they're all probably B-cups. I will stand that you mm -hmm. said there may have been one C-cup in there. I will allow it, although I think it was a push-up. All boobs are beautiful. It's fine. Oh, that's true and accurate. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Gosh. I would just like to see some diversity
0: in my boobage. Okay. So if you didn't already know, this contains spoilers for The Devil Wears Prada, and that little thing was the opening scene of this movie, which is a montage, a boob montage, as you will. (laughs) Of beautiful women and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy us, beautiful. Which they want us to believe that, you know, she's not. Well, she's... Average. You average, whatever. Frumpy. Yeah, um, and Hathaway. And Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, they're doing their morning routines. And again, I realized during this kind of rewatch that I believe that all of those girls are going to the same interview as Andy is that mm-hmm. she's getting ready for. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool like that is cool. I hadn't like seen I mean, like I said it may or may not be true, but that's kind of what I got out of this yeah. mm-hmm. when when she checks her calendar cuz I don't I don't think that, that was Andy's like mm-hmm. planner. So we never see it again. So yeah, I'm like, I don't think she was that put together. (laughs) So yeah, they're doing their routine and we see that obviously they're much more invested in their appearance than Andy is. Which I do feel like they do a lot to make
2: Anne Hathaway, to Alicia's point, look frumpy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They put her in like really baggy clothes. Not that, I mean... Heck, sometimes I wake up in the morning and just don't care. So it's... Mm-hmm.
0: Throw your hair up in a bun, throw on a shirt, and leave. However, this was a job interview. Mm-hmm. I think she could have tried a little bit more. Right. I put... At least put some heels
2: on for an interview. Well, I mean, because... Let's be real. All of us women have at least that one pantsuit oh, outfit. Yeah. that is A ex- power suit. Yeah. That's strictly... <laughs> you only pull out for interviews. Yeah,
3: yeah. Or presentations. Yeah.
0: Or whatever.
3: Yeah, and uh, Stanley Tucci's character calls her out for it later in the movie, of you're not doing all that you can do,
2: and she started off
3: mm-hmm. on the wrong
2: foot. Started off not doing mm-hmm. what she could do, which maybe that was her going in already thinking she was going to fail, so right. might as well not even try. Yeah. Right.
0: And who eats an onion bagel <laughs> right before a goddamn interview? Without, like, a pack of Tic Tacs. Oh, my God. I don't I don't get it. And then she's it's like... not HR etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> don't recommend it. They will write that down in your notes. <laughs> So, Andy arrives at the Runway magazine office, where she's greeted, quote-unquote, by Miranda's first assistant, Emily, and Andy knows nothing about Runway, and let alone Miranda, as Emily is showing her around, obviously making fun of her style and appearance, (laughs) uh, telling her that a million girls would kill for this position, and if you work for Amanda, you could, for a year, you could get a job at any magazine that you wanted. And then I put, gird your loins! Here comes... Here comes Miranda Priestley and I put as as I write this, the song Maneater comes to mind. <laughs> I, I don't know why. But Miranda Priestley, angry that her appointment fell through, all the employees scramble to man their stations as Emily tidies up Miranda's office. Andy watches kind of in disbelief as everyone's just, like, scrambling around. She's like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> who, who is this person that's coming in that they're so afraid of? That is a very valid reaction, though, to everything sure. that's happening. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, she gets one phone call and, like, everyone's, like, freaking out.
1: When everyone was scrambling around to get ready and they were like, you know, changing like their shoes or putting makeup on, they say, over here. What did you say? It was uh, workplace harassment? Oh.
2: <laughs> I did. <laughs> I said that's some workplace harassment. But to be fair though, I mean, I think a lot of um, people in my office do keep an extra pair of shoes at their desk. I actually, so.
0: and I went to see a, um, a lady at her desk that I work with and she wears heels and she had flats yeah. like next to her desk. And I was like oh my god, people actually do this. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't wear heels to work, well,
2: cause, but... because if you have, like, a meeting or something, you know, to go with that power suit, you know, yeah. you put on your heels, but if you're just sitting at your desk, you don't need to wear your heels. So. Yeah, it was just like...
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. Well... That's th- only
2: a movie thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the same thing with, like, walking in from the parking lot. Like, you don't want to walk from the parking garage, trapes across the lot in your heels. You wear your tennis shoes or your flats, and then you change your shoes. Yeah. Tell I mean, it to my mother, who just wears heels. Yes. <laughs>
0: She's ruining her feet.
2: (laughs) Yes. Oh, exactly. I mean, I guess how you
0: break them in, but no thanks. That's how you break an ankle. That too. So it's kind of going back and forth between people scrambling, and then we kind of see the first glimpse of Miranda coming out of her car, and she's wearing red heels, which Mm. I don't know if is is kind of indicative of, like, she's the devil kind of thing. Symbolism. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was the
2: red shoe on the cover of the book already, or was that, like, an alternative title, or afterwards i wonder like if that was a oh i don't know thing for the book i think that's how the book cover the Look. original book cover looks
0: is yeah i don't know so I might
2: think been thinking that but i also think like you said heather
0: for the whole devil yeah mm-hmm. imagery and then she's also wearing a prada bag which i also noticed this time around <laughs> <laughs> and then yas queen for that elevator shot because mm-hmm. that's just great when the elevator opens and you see miranda for the first time um, Miranda arrives and b- obviously bombards Emily with nonstop stop instructions, um, <laughs> sees Andy and ends her monster list with, that's all. So,
3: whenever she says that's all, it's the same as in the South when we say, bless your heart. It doesn't mean what you think it means. It, it means fuck off.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Miranda decides to interview her, to interview Andy herself since the last people that Emily picked out were incompetent. <laughs> Oh, oh, I said, has Andy ever been on an interview, question mark?
2: Yeah, she didn't interview very well, just in general, and that makes me wonder if this was, like... Well, she is, like, fresh out of college, so right. maybe she hasn't, like, for a actual real job. Right. Because as an HR person, I'm not good at interviews, but I also know what good interviews are like. <laughs> um, and yeah, her, hers wasn't... She did not practice that in the mirror.
3: Well she did send in her writing to a bunch of different places but I don't think she ever went for a face-to-face so this right. might be her first yeah interview. It's
2: yeah totally which I mean hell those are nerve-wracking so mm-hmm. kudos anyway mm-hmm. especially with all
3: this
0: crazy shit going on around her <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's already been judged so yeah and yeah she maybe might not have been expecting to be hired like to be interviewed by Miranda herself but again she didn't know who that was right mm-hmm. anyway. But Miranda dismisses her basically without giving her much of a reason. But Andy isn't willing to leave without a f- somewhat of a fight. I guess she just kind of turns around and, and gives her a little spiel about why she thinks she would be good for the job, and it's kind of cool because you like you kind of see Miranda's like mind changing. It might be because people generally don't I feel like talk back to her like that. Usually, if if she dismisses you, like you leave. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that she kind of just stood up might have been the deciding factor.
3: Well, later she tells her, you know, you remind me of sure. me. Yeah. So I think that first moment was, oh, yeah. okay, maybe she's got something
0: extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Miranda ignores her, her little spiel, when Nigel comes in to kind of talk about, you know, her actual job. <clears throat> so Andy leaves, and as she's leaving the lobby, Emily tracks her down and tells her basically that she didn't tell her in so many words, but kind of waved her over, like, mm-hmm. and okay, I guess you got the job. Later on, we see Andy meeting up with her friends. Uh, Lily Rich and her boyfriend, Nate, to celebrate her getting the job. Well, celebrate, I guess, is a blanket term, but... Yeah, they're getting dinnered. I think they're just getting together, <laughs> and she happens to be getting the job. But, but they're they- all really surprised about it. Yeah, they all find it really hard to believe that she got a job at a fashion magazine. It's basically <laughs> none
2: of them are supportive friends.
0: None of them at all. Um, Doug knows what's up, because he actually knows what runway is, so <laughs> he's the only one who... It's a little bit of an insight into kind of what her job would be. Mm -hmm. Um, And Andy explains that it's obviously not her dream job, but it can open up the doors, Mm -hmm. you know, getting ahead kind of thing. Um, and everyone toasts to jobs that pay the rent. Which What and, a reference!
2: <laughs> What's your reasoning for getting the job, though, um, makes complete and total sense, because that, it definitely is a who-you-know kind of world. Sure. So if you can get in anywhere, you just start greasing those elbows, and you can pretty much go anywhere. Yeah. So.
1: And I did like how they toasted to uh, jobs that pay the rent. Because I've been there to where I don't give a shit about my job, but I work just so I can like survive and live in a house. <clears throat> and actually, from what I've learned from my jobs that pay the rent is where I am now. So I got the skills. So it was, mm-hmm. and I like that toast. It was like I, I, yeah. I get you. I get
0: that. <laughs> I've done that
3: toast before. Sure. Also, Tracy Tom's is from Rent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Andy's first day on the job. Andy learns Miranda's coffee drink at like six fifteen in the morning. Um, which is a uh, no-foam skimmed latte with an extra shot and three drip coffees with room for milk.
2: Is she drinking all four of those coffees? I guess. I think she does.
3: Oh, I wait, really
0: holy
2: shit. Searing hot. <laughs> I, I, I think she does. It's one of those things where like, you need like the hard coffee first, like the black, and then you like slowly progress into like the tea throughout the day. Yeah. So searing hot so they can slowly cool down and she can drink it, them? Yeah. Maybe, I guess. I do just want to say that 6.15 is not that early. Mm-mm. No.
0: It's not. Uh, but I'm just like, did they not tell her what time she had to be in to work? Right. Or is this just like a, like, why was she surprised? She wasn't
3: expecting to go in that early, so maybe, no, maybe it's start not- time at 8. Maybe. Yeah. 9
1: to 5. She probably thought that was like an 8 to 5 job. Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Clearly she didn't get much direction on her uh, <laughs> first day. That's the kind of stuff you ask at the interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw her how, her, how her interview Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was your first one, guys.
0: So, um... Oh, and I put product placement because... Starbucks.
1: Starbucks. There is so much it's Starbucks. So much Starbucks. <laughs> this movie was paid
2: for by Starbucks. Is, is, it, it, <laughs> is it
1: like that
3: 7-Eleven and Thor? That fucking 7-Eleven. Okay, but I love Starbucks, so it's okay. <clears throat> it's only things I don't, you know... You know what? No. 7-Eleven has ices. I do like 7-Eleven, too. <laughs> and free ICs on... 7 day. Yay! So... All right, I hate it less now. (laughs) I forgot about the icy because we've been on a diet for
0: so long. (laughs) So Andy is late getting the coffee, obviously, and Emily explains that it's a very demanding job, and if she screws up, that it's obviously Emily's head on the line. Uh, She learns to answer the phone and man the desk at all times. She learns of the book, which is um, the mock-up of everything going into the current issue, which is delivered to Miranda's house every night and brought back the next day. It's a
2: monthly issue, right? I, I'm assuming. I think magazine. so. Okay. Yeah,
0: right? I mean, I doubt that they would have a week
2: No, exactly, because I remember... Watching it, you know, like exactly. I remember watching it like years ago, and I don't know if I just didn't think about it, but I always kind of assumed that they did that for her weekly. And then I was
0: like, why would they do that? That's so much material. But she doesn't. They do bring the book to her nightly. No, right? But the oh, like daily. But that could just be because it's constantly changing. Mm, True. And like they're putting new things in, taking things out, Mm. so. It reminds me
3: of journals I had when I was a young lass, and you would cut out magazine photos and, like, glue stick them in there, uh-huh. and that shit would get thick because you had so many extra little pages in between. Sure. You cut
2: up your magazines? Oh, yeah.
1: No. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Those
2: are, like, stickers. You don't use them. My Tiger Beats.
0: <laughs> oh, Tiger Beats. I had um, Teen
2: Vogue. Yeah? 17. Yep, I had teen People. I had Fox Kids. <laughs> I had Disney Adventures. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I still have some of them because they have Digimon on the front. Oh, my oh, bringing the book is part of Andy's job, but Emily will do it until Miranda decides that she's not a psycho. And Sounds go, fair. And then I go, oof, her first phone call. <laughs> Mrs. Priestley. <laughs> Mrs. Priestley. <laughs> They're like, who? Um, and then Nigel, Nigel gives her her first pair of shoes in an attempt to help her with her look. Uh, Miranda decides to call her Emily, even though Andy tells her her name. <laughs> oh, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. And we see her running errands and getting the skirts from Calvin Klein and almost gets, she almost gets hit by a, by a car. She's like, oh,
2: I did notice, I probably like noticed it on some level, but in this one, when Emily is like, you know, Paris is what, she gets to go to Paris or uh-huh. whatever, and that's her
1: Her computer background is the
2: Arc de Triomphe, which Mm -hmm. I think I I noticed on some level, but never, like, connected it, but that's what she's been, like, staring at, basically, her whole time at work to, like, get her through it, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can appreciate that.
0: (laughs) She loves her job. She loves her job. So it's lunchtime, and Andy gets the corn chowder. Which, again, things that make her breast smell. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: And also, they only get 15 to 20 minutes for lunch. Is that legal? It is not legal.
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> supposed... This is 2006, people.
2: You're supposed to get 30 minutes after working, like, four
0: hours, roughly. So, yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Again, so Andy gets... Corn chowder, and then Nigel obviously has some negative things to say about that.
3: Every time I hear Nigel, my brain goes Nigel Thornberry, and I can't (laughs) help it. (laughs) I I
0: think that's the only other Nigel I know about, (laughs) to be honest. Smashing. And apparently women don't eat around that office, which doesn't surprise me. Every time they mention anything about size or weight, oh, I, I just know. rolled my eyes and it really just... I feel like I saw you write down something every time they mentioned. it. I was that. so mad.
2: Every time. <laughs> well, it was like earlier when Miranda first walked in, she said, um, how hard is it to get a slender female paratrooper? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. I what think the it's hell? supposed to be like... Obviously. Right. I understand. But still, I'm like, really? You guys, you couldn't have made this a little more empowering? Yeah. <laughs> but no, instead, Andy loses weight yeah. by the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, okay. Well,
1: you know the fashion world, and everyone's like, you know, a size negative, like, twisted. Especially yeah. in 2006 when it wasn't like, love yourself. Right. Yeah. That, wasn't around, the man- that was the mantra. That
0: was not the mantra. And it um, is now.
1: Well, kind of. Well, I mean, we're getting maybe get in there.
0: Yeah, you'd think, right? But I don't know about like high fashion. How that's that might still be. Well, I mean, I saw. Um,
2: Excuse you, Zendaya just released a line with Tommy Hilfiger using only black models of varying sizes and shapes. That's what I was gonna say, and it was dope as hell.
3: (laughs) I
0: saw it on Tumblr. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Zendaya. (laughs) Andy's apparently six, which is the new fourteen, which is horrible. As Ashley rolls her eyes.
2: Every time. I'm going to do it
3: every time. You no, know, I
0: know. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a good thing. We get a glimpse into Andy's psyche. She's not going to change everything about her just for this job.
3: Unfortunately, she's a
0: liar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a lying liar who lies.
3: Yes.
0: Because <laughs> she does the exact opposite. But the multi-million dollar fashion industry isn't about inner beauty. And flip phone, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, flip. Miranda has a razor, <laughs> specifically razor flip phones, of which yes. I had many, and sidekicks. I never had which one. Which is the phone that everyone wanted, but a few I, people had. Yeah, no, I, I wanted would have. Wanted I, okay, yeah. I wanted one. I wanted one, but I yeah, no. I was lucky. I even got a razor, which I really? which I lost on the bus. Aww. Oh, so as, woman. I left it on. I left it on the seat of the bus, and obviously, it was oh yeah, not it's gone. The next. Day. Is it because
2: you... is it because women's pants uh, pockets aren't big enough?
3: It, that's exactly mm-hmm. why.
0: And Heather was never given anything expensive again. Nope, basically. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Didn't you lose your iPod, too? No, it was stolen out of my car. Oh. But it was my dad's fault because he he went out to my car to get something and did not lock my car. Ooh. So he felt bad, so he gave me his iPod. <laughs> oh. That's bullshit. Don't steal, people. Don't, don't steal. Yeah. Don't and do then, it. And then I feel like just either a few years or months later, the house was broken into. Right. So it's like... Mm. What the hell? What? <laughs> Wait, your house is broken up too? Yeah. yeah. Her parents' house. My parents' fact? house. Broken they broke into... into the porch. Yeah, the and glass... And then they got into the house. <gasps> the glass w- um, door in the back, what they the completely, shit? like, broken it, shattered it. What
2: the fuckers? Oh, no, Shattered Glass. Yes. Oh, That's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's traumatic, isn't it? Yeah. We found your backstory.
0: <laughs> My traumatic. Yeah. And I put, Andy doesn't get to eat anyway. This is still, we're still in the cafeteria. Good. She <laughs> got to eat
3: that chowder off her uh, blouse. Off oh, her blouse <laughs>
0: that she spilled.
3: She ate a spoon. Spoon. Mm hmm. Full of chowder. And then ate it off her blouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we meet um, Irv Ravitz in the elevator, who's the, the head guy of the he owns publishing it, company. Yeah, He owns the
1: building. He's the chairman yeah. of, he owns the, the, building. of yeah. the board. He owns yeah. The yeah,
0: Miranda is looking kind of through a run through. And they have two different belts. And obviously Andy scoffs at the two completely different belts, which they were different. Mm-hmm. Even someone who I feel like as inept at in fashion as Andy could have seen that they were different belts. Yeah. They were the same color, but they were physically like different.
2: Well, I mean, that's like, people go to Target and, you know, look at all the black belts there. I mean, and you pick the one, you match them all to each other. They're all yeah, black, they're, but they're yeah. all slightly different. Mm-hmm. So you can't just hold up two, what, uh, turquoise, turquoise belts yeah. and say they're the same when you know you go shopping and you look at two same color belts and you still pick one over the other. There's a reason for it.
0: Yeah. And then bam, insert Miranda's iconic Cerulean <laughs> monologue so here. Good. Such a great scene. It's awesome. So, um, after that beatdown, we're transported to Andy's apartment where Nate, Nate is cooking and his, Randy's ranting about her, uh, first day. We learn about the clackers who stilettos clack in the, in the marble <laughs> hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so self-conscious about that at work because
2: I don't wear, like, heels often, but sometimes I do and I'm always, I hear myself walk and I'm like, ooh.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like, I'll wear, like, uh, my combat boots sometimes and, like... It's all quiet in the office, and we're on the second floor. I'll be having and I'm stomp, stomp, stomp. Like... <laughs> so I like, yeah. try to walk on my tiptoes, like, okay, no one noticed me. I'll be quieter. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you just get to where you need to go as fast as you can. This takes strides, take <laughs> yes. like, strides to get there. And
0: this is when Andy promises to herself that she won't let Miranda get to her. Montage of Miranda coming in each day and throwing her coat and bag on Andy's desk. And giving her errands to run, which is one of my favorite scenes. So first we had the boob montage. This is torture montage.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs>
3: There's more
0: montages to come. Yeah, uh, and
2: uh, this is probably the most fun though. The most,
0: funniest. The yeah, funniest. Montage?
2: I like the fashion montage the, the best. The boob montage.
0: Oh no, no, no. The later one well, later on. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's finally the weekend, and Miranda is going to be in Miami for the weekend. So Andy doesn't have to be on call, or do they? <laughs>
2: Which yeah so I actually <laughs> I actually had a question about that like I'm like are they hourly are they salaried is she getting overtime for any of this well, like I don't I was trying to like figure that out
1: an internship, so I'm sure it's like, you're But it's slaves. not an internship, it's a normal it's job. A job. Yeah. Internship. No, mm-hmm. It's a job. It's an internship. No, she's an assistant. She's a full-blown assistant. Oh, well then it's slavery. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Workplace harassment! We went through this. I mean,
0: we never actually know, does she work any other weekends? Right. Because I feel like that was just, I feel like Miranda's probably traveling Quite a bit, so I think that they would get... Because, like, if she's working overtime and she's on call
2: and getting paid for all that, then Andy's making bank, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we hear
0: that she's not.
2: Right, and that's why I'm like, is she salaried? So is she just having free labor? Because that, unfortunately, does happen. People who are salaried end up working, like, 50-hour weeks, but that is what it is.
0: Yeah. So Andy uh, talks about her dad coming into town and tries to bond with Emily, but she's not having it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's hard to bond with new coworkers. Yeah, it is. But Emily's just particularly uh, like mm. no. <laughs> or just be like Kelly's husband and don't
1: <laughs> yeah. bond with
2: your
3: coworkers. Yeah, Ryan yeah.
1: doesn't talk to anyone. Why does he talk to anyone? No, right? No. Ryan's no. like, don't talk to me. <laughs>
2: they didn't know that they were getting married and he was gonna be off until like the Friday before their wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god! Because yeah. oh. he didn't tell anybody. They knew he was off. They didn't know it was because he was getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of my coworkers knew about the wedding because I was in it, so I told them about it. So all of them were asking me oh about God. other people's weddings. Wow. Yes. Interesting. I hope Ryan listens to this.
1: Okay. <laughs> is, I hope this stays in. He won't, but we should send him this clip and say, "Listen, this is what you're missing." <laughs> Us talking shit about you. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
3: tune we, love,
1: we love
0: you,
3: Ryan. <laughs> tune,
0: in, tune in for more. <laughs> Uh, so Andy's out to dinner with her father, who tries to give her money for rent, so so clearly she's not making (laughs) that much money, uh, which Andy obviously accepts. Um, her family is concerned about her future. We learn that she was accepted into Stanford Law, which she turned down to be a journalist. Um, Miranda calls during dinner, wanting Andy to get her a flight home during a hurricane for her children's (laughs) recital.
2: When she was in Miami, and all of us can attest to just being in Florida, that you do not fly during a hurricane. Nope, <laughs>
0: you don't. You're grounded, man. No. I was you...
1: surprised she had power in that hotel room. Right?
0: <laughs> no, you don't go to Miami if there's a hint of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they would have known. They Before don't just she come might. out of the blue. Yeah. Like, they know months in advance. No, you mm-hmm. evacuate. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially Miami. Like, mm-hmm. they evacuate that shit. Mm-hmm. So, it's like That was odd. just poor planning. <laughs> Andy is... Obviously, unable to get a flight, and Miranda misses their recital. Absolutely not Andy's fault. No, but no, no, no. it wasn't. There was nothing she could no. have done.
2: I kind of call- wanted her to call the national guard. I kind of wanted her to do that just
0: to see what would happen. Yeah, um, I I wonder if that's like a deleted scene somewhere. Is like her <laughs> trying to call the national guard and they'll be like, for who?
1: <laughs> and then she gets arrested. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Miranda is calmly furious (laughs) and explains to Andy why she decided to hire her because she was just so different from all the other girls.
2: Yes. Which she then calls her the fat girl. Yeah, she calls her the fat girl. The smart
0: fat one. The smart fat one. Which is not a compliment. Which again, I rolled my eyes. Yeah, (laughs) which is a backhanded compliment. And she's so different from all the other girls that wanted the position and claims Andy has been, uh, has disappointed her more than all the rest.
3: Burn. Man, when your mom tells you that you're, oh. she's disappointed in she's you. She's not, are... she's not mad. Crushing. She's just disappointed. Oh. oh, oh, that's, that's the worst.
0: Oh man, no kidding. So Andy finds Nigel and starts, you know. Crying and bitching to him. She's whining. Whining. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel does not give her the empathy she's looking Uh -uh. for, saying that she's not trying, but that she's whining, and that's one hundred percent (laughs) correct. Um Miranda is just doing her job. Which granted, getting mad at her for not getting her a flight during Miami is a little out there, but I think that's kind of the point. Mm I feel like the the whining
2: that she did should have been saved for her friends. Like, you don't go whine to your coworkers, especially, you know, ones you know. I mean, because she went there off. She wanted to whine because she wanted somebody to back her up. Yes. Anybody in that building was not going was to not back her up. Yeah. That's the kind of whining you save to bitch
0: about to your friends. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've worked with people who just, they like, bitch about their job. And I'm like, you really need to be careful about mm-hmm. what you're saying, who you're saying it to. Yeah. And it's just like... I mean, she didn't know she could trust Nigel, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was definitely looking... I guess because probably Nigel was nice to her in the beginning. Right. She was like, oh, I I can go whine to him. And she, she imprinted on him. She, <laughs> like a duck. <laughs> like, like a baby duck. <laughs> that is my dream, okay? I to would, imprint on a t- <laughs> I would love to have a baby duckling imprint on me and follow me around. Oh my god.
2: Aww. How freaking awesome does that sound? Oh, you need one of those little turtle ducks from Avatar. They're super cute. Aww. They have
0: shells. Avatar. Zutara. Forever. Zutara. Yes. (laughs) Yep. So Miranda's just doing her job. You know, she's running a company, basically. And we learn about Nigel's backstory a little bit. And Andy knows that Nigel's right and that she's basically screwing up the job. She's not screwing it up. She's just not trying her hardest.
1: Sure. And then makeover time. (laughs) That's the my favorite scene when she walks through the door. And Emily's, like, just staring at her. There's the
0: Chanel boots? And then we get the, <laughs> we get,
1: that's the montage, right? Yeah, you get the, it after the Chanel it's, boots. It's, well,
0: it's oh, after. Oh, is it after the Chanel, Chanel right boots? right after the Chanel okay. boots. Okay. It's after Nate rushes so, her. makeover time. No. Emily's speechless when she comes in with her uh, Chanel, Chanel boots. <laughs> and you look good. By, by Giselle. Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> what? She does. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, I guess after that, it's, we get the fashion montage. I love the fashion montage. I do. That's my favorite. I just like... I like all of the the way they cut it, you know, like, she's here. Question, though. Did she buy all of these, or is she just raiding the fashion closet? I think she's raiding the fashion closet.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. I think so, too. Well, like I said to Kelly when we were watching it, that's why I think so much of her stuff is so baggy, is because that's all Nigel can find for her, Mm -hmm. is the stuff that is meant to be baggy, worn baggy, because then she belts it all.
0: Yeah. Well, because it seems... And I think it seems like Nigel has been doing this, like, the entire time that she's been working there, like, up until this point, because, you know, when we're in Paris, she's like, who picked that out for you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I, I just threw it on. So, and then he's like, my work here is done. Okay. So, it's like,
2: yeah. I'm kind of picturing her just, like, you know, strolling into work in her pajamas every morning, and she just goes to hair and makeup, and then yeah. she goes to the fashion closet, and that was, she's always on time and
0: dressed. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'm, I feel like they probably, you know, just at the end of the week or, like, something, maybe she hoards a whole bunch of clothes or something. I, d- I don't know how she gets them home. Well, probably every Friday he gives her, like, five outfits for yeah. the next week. Because that fashion montage, I'm assuming, is her going into work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it's, is, like, yeah. clearly she's getting dressed at the apartment prior to... <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just, like, is she borrowing the f- undergarments as well? Is that something that you can just, like, trade off? Probably.
3: I mean, maybe just, like, her tank top bra things.
0: Maybe. Yeah. She's still wearing her granny panties. Yeah, the I would
2: assume. Hey, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Sexy bra and... Granny panties. Granny panties. <laughs> yes. Perfect combo. Perfect yeah. combo. Can't say I haven't done that. So... Yeah. You can have it all. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Comfort and sexiness. Yes. We cut to Nate leaving work and Andy in and her snazzy new look, to which vogue by madonna starts playing oh and then there's the fashion scene
2: yeah that's right after he ravishes her (laughs) after he (laughs) ravishes her stop saying that it's really fun to say (sighs) say
0: it one
1: more time ravish Uh. (laughs) 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 thank you heather yeah and i
0: really like the the different shots of the montage how they she cuts in from one scene and then comes out in a different outfit
2: we never actually get to see her in the ugly orange poncho, and I've always no, been disappointed we don't. in that it's because I, in the cut scene, to be I want to see what they do with it. Because I love ponchos, but that was an do ugly. You really? pon- I do like ponchos. Oh,
1: She's a plain girl. Yeah, poncho. I have
2: like some. So do you? do you? Yeah, I do. I wore one to Paris. My black and white one. <laughs> well, I wasn't there for that. So... You, you were it. No. I wasn't they're either. It's Paris. okay.
0: Um, no, I love ponchos. It's just oh, their red shoe. Yeah. I'm holding up the DVD <laughs> box that I didn't realize was right next to me. I mean, we were talking about the red heel earlier. <laughs> red heel. It's on the cover of the DVD. It's yes. on the cover of the D V D. Which I don't know if it's on the book or not.
2: But yeah, so I've been disappointed that we never actually got to see them use the right. red poncho. Fair or enough.
0: The orange it that is a little poncho. disappointing. It was ugly, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. So I
2: wanted to see it work. It was on screen long enough. <sighs> work it, work it, work it, work
0: it. Um, so again Andy meets up with her friends and she shares all the gifts that she has scored while working for Miranda and I put sloppy seconds.
3: And they're <laughs> extremely ungrateful.
0: They are very yeah, yeah. ungrateful. <clears throat> um, I really hope they turn around and, like,
2: sold that phone. That $1,100 phone.
1: That was, like, an elephant tusk. What the fuck was that yeah. phone? <laughs> I, hope, I just really hope that that they be sold beefed. it. Uh, Take it to the pawn shop. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It's all on eBay. eBay existed in 2006. It still exists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. It existed, but I meant as if like it existed in 2006. It doesn't it's exist dead. Now. Amazon killed it.
0: Not yet. Not yet. And I just I noted that I really like when Doug is talking about how um, when when she gets the purse and he's like, why do girls have so many purses? And then he's talking about how you know accessories. Are like how your um, way of expressing like your individuality. I thought that was kind of a nice little tidbit. How many purses do you
3: have, Alicia? He gets it. I don't know what you're talking about. No it. comment. Don't he gets it.
0: He knows it. what's up. I have nothing but accessories. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting next to them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> have you looked to In your the left? Way. <laughs> And this is when we first start to see Andy drinking the Kool-Aid, as you would say, and defending the publication. Do you think her friends are just, like, jealous? Like, on some level?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Probably. Because she's getting to, like, do things and see people and get free stuff and... You know, maybe she is all of a sudden making more than they are, mm-hmm. even though she's doing a shitty job, you know? Yeah. I have to wonder if a lot of it is it's just, you know, them making fun of her because they're jealous. It's possible. And, and it's probably like an underlying. And also, you know, you're not, obviously, we see it from the boyfriend, but maybe the friends too, you know, you're not spending time with me.
1: Well, yeah. and like, Lily's an artist, so I imagine that's very hard to get jobs and noticed in New York City. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many artists out there. And like I feel like it'd be hard for her to get her name and her work out there to no- be notoriety. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you know she could be a little bit jealous.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could I could easily see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Miranda calls and uh, again and interrupts a gathering that mm-hmm. she's having as she does. So Andy goes to this Tres Chic party looking for the designer, James Holt, uh, to pick up sketches from Miranda. Um, Enter Christian, aka the mentalist, (laughs) who is a writer and offers to read some of her stuff. And I said, honestly, if she didn't know who he was, because she knew that he was a writer, and I was like, the way he was like kind of talking to her, I said, could be construed as a creepy pickup line. Oh, sure. A lot of stuff that he did was a little like... A lot of stuff that he did was (laughs) creepy. You're in my personal bubble, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, and I put in male form he insults her by saying that he doesn't think that she would ever survive working for Miranda.
2: Basically no man in this movie supports her. Like yep. even even Nigel. Like, you know, he's a little more constructive criticism helpful mm-hmm. about it, but yeah. like no man in this movie supports her.
0: <laughs> Not even her dad. Like the men are the villain.
2: Yes. It's true. They're the real villain. They're the real in
0: villain this, yeah. in this uh movie. So, they go to the preview for James Holt's latest collection, to which, um... Well, she moves it up. Yes. Miranda mm-hmm. moves up the... After looking at the sketches. After looking at the sketches, which Miranda obviously purse, purses her lips, which <laughs> means that she hates it, and now he has to start from scratch, because um, her opinion is the only one that matters. Well, it's kind of like what she was saying
2: when they were picking over the belts is like, whatever is decided in that office is what goes on to fashion and then Mm -hmm. trickles down into what everybody else all of a sudden starts mass producing. So yeah, yeah, you want to get everything through that
0: office. So I mean, I get it. And then I said, Andy is kicking ass in this job and Miranda finally calls her by her first name, which you do mention that it is technically still wrong. It's <laughs> Andrea um, instead of Emily and entrusts her to bring the book to her house. Ooh la la. And then the shining twins. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> so Andy brings the book to the apartment later that night and these little fucking shits, oh, they're the worst. <laughs> Aren't all children? <laughs> as, as I write, I said the twins, Miranda's daughters. Um, tell her that she can bring the book upstairs, which again, why would she listen to them? But still they didn't, they didn't have to do that. But yeah, it was kind of her fault. She should, she was correct coming in and she was going to put it on that table, Uh but decides not to. But instead she witnesses an argument between Miranda and her husband, um, about basically putting her work before him, which we, is kind of another motif that we see throughout the movie.
3: Just like Andy does. Just like Andy does.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely set up and parallel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Miranda is pissed. (laughs) Um, The next day, uh, Miranda makes her most outrageous demand yet. She orders Andy to get a copy of the unpublished manuscript of the last Harry Potter book for the twins and also demands steak from her favorite restaurant. On a whim, she decides to call Christian for help in getting the the manuscript, to which she claims is impossible. And later at the office... Andy has the steak and then Miranda's like, I don't want that. I'm going to lunch. So it's kind of, she's just kind of fucking with her at this point. And then Andy wastes the steak and (laughs) breaks the plate and
3: throws it in the sink. I'm like, bitch, eat that. You don't get lunch, remember?
0: Yeah. And um, she, uh, Miranda basically threatens Andy that if she fails in getting the manuscript that she shouldn't even bother coming back to work. And I said, game on, bitch.
3: <laughs> Wish me
0: luck. <laughs> <laughs> shant. No shant. <laughs> <laughs> Accepting defeat that she will not get the unpublished manuscript, Andy calls Nate to tell him that she's basically quit her jobs um, since she's as good as fired. To which he says... You're free. So supportive. I'm so glad you quit your job. <laughs> yeah, and in comes the quote, "Knight in shining armor," uh, Christian. At the last minute, he helps her get the man, her hands on the manuscript, and I put, she fucking crushed it. She made copies and had them bound and covered so they wouldn't look like, you know, unfinished. They still look books. shitty. They well, yeah, they were still like scripts
2: or whatever. Also, the seventh Harry Potter book was like three times the size of those books. But it, oh, yeah. it
0: was bigger. That ha- book is like eight
2: hundred pages. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, And the ones they had were like three hundred, maybe. Maybe it wasn't
0: even finished yet. It wasn't published, mm. so
2: then they're missing why would, scenes.
0: Why would they want that? I mean, it's on un- bratty children. Yes, <sighs> I, I would have wanted that.
1: It, it's just Same. Miranda giving Andy an impossible task. Yeah. that's why she didn't expect her to do it, and she's like, "Well, I have a excuse to fire her now." Yeah, it's basically that they
0: ended up selling the that fake manuscript um at like an auction and all of the proceeds that it got went to um helping women in the workplace cool. it's like some it's some it's some organization and i feel bad because i can't remember what it is and i can't find it that's but, cool but though. yeah it, it, it was just like a cool little tidbit that they actually did help women out in this uh movie and back at her apartment uh she confesses to nate that she didn't actually quit her job and claims that she hasn't changed but it's still the same andy but in better clothes but we all know that that's not true at this point. And I said, but that might not be—that might not be a bad thing. Yes, Ashley. Oh no, I was gonna say that they avoid all their problems by having sex. They do. Yeah, they so. they
2: very much do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why talk about your feelings and your issues with each other when you can just, you know, ravish each other?
3: I hate you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would just take the grilled cheese.
3: No, he had, he had strawberries that time. Yeah, chocolate covered strawberries. I would take a grilled cheese over that any day. Yeah.
1: No chocolate. No chocolate they were
0: like three dollars a strawberry fried bread with cheese on it chocolate you haven't made grilled always. cheese in a while so but grilled cheese is the best i like lived off of that in college so i can attest ashley just met my eyes and demanded grilled
3: cheese with him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had bread in two years <laughs> i
3: know it's been
0: so long what shut up <laughs>
3: we're gonna eat so much fucking bread in japan <laughs>
0: oh. But, I don't know, I kind of, I don't think Andy's change is all that bad Mm-mm. in this. I think she changes for the better.
2: Well, it's like we said earlier, she's developing a work ethic. And like Kelly said, she's getting, she is getting skills. And a lot of it is just how to be assertive,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Which... And I, and I think that's kind of the thing is we, we see her grow into, like, this yeah. character development. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: kind of spoilers for the end, but when she goes and has that other interview with that other newspaper, she handles herself so much better than she... And it has nothing to do with her looks. It's just straight up how she answers his questions. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like she got a lot of personality, how to deal sure. with people, yeah. experience from this. So I don't think it's a bad thing. But she does look interview appropriate. Yes. Yes. she She's put together. She is very put together. And hopefully pop the tic-tac.
0: Yes. Hopefully didn't eat an onion bagel.
3: She had a blueberry one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably better. Um. Um, I miss bagels. (laughs) Bagels. Not bagels. Bagels. (laughs) So we're transported to a photo shoot with Nigel, and Andy tells him that her personal life is hanging by a thread, (laughs) and he's like, well, that's what happens when you start doing well at work, and I think we can all attest to that. Mm -hmm. Um back at the office in a staff meeting, um, we find that she basically shoots everyone down but Nigel. And that's kind of where we get to see, you know, their, their little special relationship that they have.
2: Oh, and Miranda's like, you know, someone came here to... Someone came here to... Someone yeah. came to work
0: today, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So They're finishing each other's cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Emily has contracted the plague (laughs) (laughs) so does
2: miranda (laughs) i have looked
0: like that (laughs) yeah so miranda insists that andy accompanies her and emily to the special benefit that night even though it's nate's birthday she's expected to learn two books full of names for the benefit as we see and she arrives at the benefit looking hella hot throughout the night we learn of jacqueline who is the editor-in-chief of the french runway who plays a part later on who obviously Miranda hates. Andy surprises herself by knowing the names of people and kind of saving Emily, who... uh, It's actually a nice moment. She, Mm -hmm. like, actually sincerely Mm -hmm. thanks her, which is something that we haven't seen up to this point. Emily's kind of warming to her a little bit. And as she rushes off to Nate's party, is stopped by Christian uh, once again, who offers... (laughs) Ashley's face. Who offers (laughs) to introduce her to his editor. No, he
2: has a line... He has a line of, thank goodness I saved your job. And I'm like, no. She saved her job. And she said that. She called you. Yeah. That was I her agree. idea. Yeah. She... So, yes, you did help her, but, like, you did not save her job. So, his line there just really irks but me. But she calls him out on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: she definitely is like... That's a line. That, that was are you serious? Yeah. And she's like, do you say that to everyone? Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Look at him. Um, look at that scarf. You in the scarves? That's a smarmy scarf. (laughs) Was he even wearing a scarf in that scene? I'm sure he was. (laughs) I probably was actually. Um, So he offers to introduce her to his editor, uh, but she declines, trying to make it to salvage. She almost agreed. She did yeah, almost. She thought about yeah. it. But, I mean, yeah, I could see why she would have, because that would have helped her career. Mm-hmm.
2: Th- that's what I actually, I think, is very interesting, because um, as we were kind of saying we were watching it, a lot of the stuff comes down to choice. She's choosing her career over her friends. This is literally, like, the one instance where that, that could have actually would've... done something for sure. her. And she actually chose her friends that one time. Yeah. And, like,
1: it mm-hmm. ended up
2: being backfiring any and on both sides not yeah. only did she not get to meet that potentially meet the editor of the new york times or whatever but as we'll get to her boyfriend is also
0: fucking pissed at her yeah and i mean so she
2: got nothing out
0: of it yeah i mean it's kind of i don't want to say that he's like holding her back but I mean, in a way he kind of is yeah right i mean i think so i think that's fair she, to say yeah and i basically go she misses it Nate is hurt, sorry, but deal with it, is my next I one. wrote fuck off, Nate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, apparently, like, he's just a big, like, needy, whiny boyfriend, like, it's, uh, yeah, no. She didn't <laughs> intend
3: to work during his birthday. She yeah. She intended to be at this, this thing for him. It happened to come up, and it wasn't her fault, so mm-hmm. she could have yeah. just, and she did, she'd said, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and he could have said, I, you know, wish you would have been there, I understand why he couldn't be. Thank you for bringing me a cupcake. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about this. Let's yeah. communicate, and then no, he just went to bed. Yeah, and they didn't no, they make don't
0: it. communicate at, at all. all. And I'm just like, this is a rather
2: toxic relationship, mm-hmm. and it's just. Well, no, yeah. So instead, what he does is, is he's mad at her. But, like, he still wants to keep her around, so he says, you're pretty, and then he goes to bed. It's like,
0: dude. I mean, that's not really what she wants to hear. I mean... You're just dissing her clothes like you always do. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just... I don't know. Their relationship just
2: doesn't seem, like, right to me. Well, I I think I wrote that down somewhere, and I think... I feel like they met in college and settled for each other. Right. And they they went to New York together, Mm -hmm. and so they're just roommates at this point who are in a relationship
0: and it's just not working out sure. you know but they've settled for each other yeah and I, and I think she's kind of just uh, she doesn't quite know what she wants mm-hmm. so I think she's trying to blame other people oh yeah for like things that are happening when she just doesn't she honestly doesn't know and she doesn't want to admit yeah. that she just doesn't well,
3: she
2: makes nothing but excuses
0: all mm-hmm. the Exactly.
2: Time. For the choices that she makes.
3: Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. movie
0: is about her making choices and mm-hmm. then blaming other people for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And saying that she, she didn't have a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though she fully did. Right. And it's just like, ugh. So while successfully delivering the book to Miranda's apartment, Miranda tells Andy that she's taking her and not Emily to Paris. Andy's completely shocked, but she doesn't want to hurt Emily. but Miranda basically threatens Andy that if she didn't go to Paris, she'd basically be fired. And not, obviously, in so many words, but kind of a, you need to...
3: I think missing Nate's birthday mm-hmm. was not such a big deal, but actively taking something from someone else when you have a choice to do it or not, I feel like that's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this at this point, I'm like, ooh, now she's just making all wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of what we see. And then the next day, for the first time, Miranda puts her coat and bag on Emily's desk, not Andy's. She's playing them against each other. Mm-hmm. Which is super
2: unprofessional.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Toxic work
2: environment. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and then she basically tells Andy, oh, don't forget to tell Emily. Like, Miranda definitely could have done it, but obviously she doesn't want to. She's not going to much responsibility. They're pinning Mm -hmm. pinning each other, pinning them against each other. Um, So Andy calls Emily uh, to tell her that she's basically been cast aside. Mm -hmm. Um, And while on the phone, Emily gets hit by a taxi.
2: Which, do you think that's just karma? (laughs) Like, for just... Emily being it a might bitchy be. person. And I do know that that is different from the books. Oh, really? hmm
3: Some people say they saw Andy Pusher in front of the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the scene with the scarves flying in the air. It's colorful. She didn't die. It's fine. She didn't die. She
2: just had a broken leg, which, I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that bad. Well, that's why I think that's funny, because that's what Andy says. It's like, no, I can't do that to Emily. She would die, and then she gets hit by a car. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see that. So I've always thought that was kind of funny. Oh, wait,
0: back back to the, um, with the Miranda telling her that she's going to Paris, not Emily, I go, cue multiple shots of Andy walking and thinking, because that's basically (laughs) what they do when she leaves the house. She's, like, it's, like, probably a minute of her just, like, walking around New York and then, like, a song playing and she's, like thinking looking around. Well, and there's people like in the
2: background like laughing. There's there's groups of people like hanging out and having a good time. So it's yeah, like this is so what sad. she doesn't have.
0: She's alone. Yeah. So alone. <laughs> You're not alone. While in the hospital, Emily is ranting about Andy going to Paris. Um, she exclaims that she should have refused, and then we hear Andy's catchphrase, I didn't have a choice, which Emily calls her out on. This is the first time we, we hear, like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, you did, and you shouldn't have done it.
3: Emily's like, you eat
0: carbs, you don't deserve to go. <laughs> and then she digs into that pudding and that yeah, bread. <laughs> yeah, Like, go, girl. Uh, and even worse, Andy won't appreciate all the free, like, clothes and mm-hmm. couture that she's, um, that she's gonna get while she's in...
2: Well, as we've already discussed, you know, it it sounds like all the clothes, all the fashionable clothes she has now, she got for free out of the closet, any, like, the fashion closet. So clearly she doesn't care about it. So yeah, totally. She's
0: going to get a bunch of free crap that she doesn't deserve. Mm -hmm. At a gallery event coordinated by Lily, um, Andy runs into Christian, who... Begins to flirt with her. Is
3: he just stalking her at this point? Yes, it, it I think seems so. like it seems like because
0: I'm like, why would he have been there? Mm-hmm. Like it does, I always thought that was kind of odd. I'm like, where did he even come from? <laughs> like,
2: oh. they this was they had um find a friend on her on her sidekick, <laughs> and so he's just lowjacking her. That exists uh, in 2006, right? Yeah. Um. But Foursquare.
0: Oh f- my Oh my
3: gosh! Oh, oh Foursquare.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I never even used it. Wow. <laughs> Um, but of course, you know Lily catches them, uh, catches the two of them together, um, and then she, she tells Andy that she's no longer the girl that she recognizes. I just feel like I want to say to Lily, "We were on a break." <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't on a but break they yet. On a break no, yet. they weren't. Retroactive um, break. And then, and Andy and Nate have a fight. Obviously, and Nate accuses Andy of being a runway girl and saying that they have nothing in common anymore. And then I put to which they take a break question mark. Breakup question mark They take a break. It's a break. So
2: it's a break. Yeah, they, but on a break. But that that happens in relationships, though. I mean, again, I feel like they settled. So you're not gonna stay the same people. I mean, hell, sure. Kelly's married. I think in twenty years, you and Ryan are gonna be the same people you are now. I'm not we're saying not, you're
1: we're not, not the same people from ten years ago. We've been together when you met. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we're I mean, but that's the thing. Is you grow like, together. You grow yeah. together, mm-hmm. and it's not uh this person's being like I don't know. I has wouldn't to give up being everything. more successful, but it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you see her and she's doing all of these things, like, grow a pear and, like, support her, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really not right. that hard. But all he's doing is making meat sauce. <laughs> but she
2: supports him. Mm-hmm. With yeah. his cooking and all that kind of stuff. It's like, Well, she talks, she talks him up to her dad back mm-hmm. when they have dinner. She's like, well, Nate's, you know, applied here, but he did this other thing instead to get more experience. Like... She's actively supporting him to, like, mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, and honestly, I
0: think, I feel like at the begin- at the end of the movie, when he, you know, gets that job at the Oak in Room Boston. or whatever mm-hmm. in Boston, I almost want to say that she's the reason why he dis- actually decided to, you know, do something mm-hmm. about it. Maybe because oh, he, okay. like, saw her and was like, oh, maybe I should stop being a bum and, like, actually put myself out, put there. Myself out there to be a better person. Go chef, chef, chef. chef. Su- I think it was a, shoe se- a, su- a shoe chef shoes, A shoe, shoe, shoe chef, at the she store. In your she shed. Yes. <sighs> So, Andy flies to Paris for Fashion Week um, and attends multiple fashion events. Um, backstage at the Valentino show, name dropping there, <laughs> uh, Christian asks Andy out to dinner, basically saying that she owes him for the Harry Potter book. And she calls is, him out for it again. Which is still complete bullshit, but whatever. He's the um, first. So, uh, back at the hotel, and which is the only time that... We see Miranda looking vulnerable. Um, She doesn't have any makeup on. And she's basically confessing that her and her husband... Or that her husband has asked um, for a divorce. Which she kind of actually breaks down about it. And it's interesting because it's cool to see. She's like, I don't care what they write about me. But it's, you know, how how will it affect my family kind of thing.
3: Well... Stop getting married, lady. Yeah, just too. date people. You don't have to get married to everybody. I don't know how many divorces you have, but mm-hmm. just chillax.
0: Yeah, they yeah they don't they don't specify. She said another divorce,
1: another
3: so it's divorce. at least more than two, probably.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, she had.
2: I always assumed that she had three. I assumed that there was like the first one, mm-hmm. and then I assumed there was like the father of her. Twins, because yeah. like we talked about, they're they're only like ten, mm-hmm. so I feel like they're not from her first husband. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they're from like a middle husband, mm-hmm. just because of the age. Mm-hmm. And then this one, so I've always assumed, and even though it's never told, but my backstory for her is that this is her third husband. I
3: can't imagine her actually birthing children, so I just assume they're adopted. <laughs>
1: they're and, miss- and they're also yeah.
2: redheads. Yeah. So where did that she come might from? Die? We don't know.
1: Her hair. Hair. Her hair. <laughs> I <was> like,
3: what? <laughs> She, oh, she didn't this die, just casually dying. I knew what you meant, but that was a really funny. I line mean, I did too, but I was like, "Are you gonna finish?" I enjoyed the pause after that. Um, that was a good pregnant pause. Yeah,
2: Thanks, yeah. Not intentional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's just like they can't—they can't handle having a powerful wife. No. That's, I think that's the bottom line. They're all Nates. They're all Nates. <laughs> all, all men are Nates. All <laughs> men are Nates. <laughs> Not all men.
2: <laughs> that's true. That's true. We know a couple of good ones. Oh, I was making fun of them, but sure. Uh, yeah. I'm with you, Ashley. Aww. <laughs> oh, I like some of them. I like some of them. I like one of them.
0: <laughs> I like one of them, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> blah,
2: blah, blah. We're in relationships. Blah, blah, blah.
0: But obviously, you know, it's Miranda, so she pulls it together uh, fairly quickly. Um, they have to get back to where Snoop Dogg is going (laughs) to (laughs) sit. So important. Name trap. Uh, and it it kind of, you see Andy, she's kind of just like, you can really turn it around like that, but I mean, that's what you got to do. And then back in her room, we see Nigel and Andy, um, toast to Nigel getting the new job, which is going to be James Holt's new business partner. So he's leaving Runway. To uh, pursue this, it's like president of the company, right? Which, yeah, which <laughs> that's a big well, deal. Well, he yeah. says that he's going to be his new business partner, but then we learn that the the dinner, the dinner or lunch or whatever that mm-hmm. yeah he's going to be like the president. And I was like, whoa, that's definitely a lot bigger than a business partner. Well, pretty
2: much. I mean, James Holt is only there to like design the stuff, design yeah. the clothes, design the bags, design whatever. Mm-hmm. He needs somebody to then run all of that. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, we're told it's a partner, and then later you just find out how big of a deal it is. Sure.
0: Yeah. Which is, uh, is interesting, so I wonder if, if Nigel was downplaying it <laughs> on purpose. Maybe. So, Andy goes on the date with Christian, uh, to which she defend, to which Andy defend is actually defending Miranda, um, stating that if Miranda was a man, no one would notice kind of what she did, but just say, kind of comment on how good she is at her job, which is, you know, bringing it full circle mm-hmm. as to kind of what this whole movie's about. And obviously they sleep together. <laughs> they ravish each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay,
3: fuck you. Also, she has a toe ring on, and they show her the next morning in bed. Was that in your shoe, rubbing against your fucking shoe? Oh my god, it's like having sand in your shoe. (laughs) I don't like sand. It's coarse. It's rough. It gets everywhere. uh, Why? Why is she wearing a toe ring to bed? Kinky. No, it's uncomfortable.
1: Maybe Christian has a toe fetish. You know what? He I he looks me. like he would. Yeah. yeah. He's so gross like scarf looking. and toe fetish.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he looks like a foot guy.
2: <laughs> a lot of mental images happening, and I don't like
0: it. <laughs> yep. In the morning, Andy discovers that Miranda is gonna be replaced by Jacqueline, um, who is a younger and cheaper version of Miranda, basically. Ageist. Ageist. Just want to say. But again, we don't we do not know how old Miranda is. No. But I mean, Obviously, and they're Jacqueline not allowed. And they're younger. not allowed to ask. <laughs> yes, it's
2: rude. That's an HR rule. <laughs> do not ask somebody uh, their age.
0: With the Jacqueline, like kind of contract, Christian will be brought in to do all the editorial. So that's kind of why he has the information, I guess. Um, and Andy storms out of the hotel. So would he be the new Nigel? Nigel is the creative director. Uh, so okay. I don't know. I think I think Christian would. He'd be doing like
3: articles. He'd be writing if he's head of editorial or, okay. or editing. Okay, yeah, um, writing. I'm with you. Because okay. he's a journalist, right. not a fashion person. Fashion like. person.
0: And then I have I'm not your baby,
3: tell him. <laughs>
1: Soldier boy, tell him. <laughs> Soldier boy, tell him.
2: But
3: I do feel like, I mean, he didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't technically do anything wrong, no. And she reacted like he did? Yeah. She, yeah. Well, mm-hmm.
2: she reacted like he was withholding information from Miranda, and it's like, he doesn't work for Miranda. He no. has no business going to her. Whatever Irv and Jacqueline do has nothing to do with him. He's mm-hmm. just riding on her coattails. Yeah. He's looking out for his career. Mm-hmm. So, what's wrong with that?
1: Well, I wonder if, like, Christian is trying to get close to Andy to get more on Miranda. I don't think so. Maybe?
0: I don't know. He never That's why right. he popped up in another yeah, it never seemed, like, malicious like it that. It did Like, he was some sort of corporate spy. No, no. Yeah. So... Only he's smart enough
3: to
2: be a corporate spy. No.
0: I mean, I kind of wish that would have been what happened. <laughs> it would have yeah. been more interesting. It would have justified her reaction. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Like, if there was some sort of deleted scene or something that we just didn't see, and there was actually... Because she went through his stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, technically, she- well, I mean, she knocked it over, and then she saw it, and she took it out, but, I mean, it's not like she was rifling through. But he didn't react badly to it. He was just like, oh, this is what happened. Yeah, he no. wasn't trying to hide it. she Mm -hmm. just found it i mean it's not like he was like don't look at that you know it's just it was there and he's like yeah i'm gonna and then he tells her and he's like that's the future of runway so equipped with this new information andy desperately tries to inform miranda um so that she won't be blindsided by the news which i mean if she but i guess at this point we've kind of seen miranda grow on andy so i'm just like why would she try and and save her from this I
3: well, I mean, because when she is talking to Christian earlier, she does defend her, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she, she respects her, mm-hmm. even though she's scared of her and thinks she's, you know, pushy and stuff. And somebody was threatening her, so I think she. That's just how she reacted to it.
2: Yeah. Oh, so no. argument could, I don't think Andy was thinking about it, but an argument could be made that it also jeopardizes her um, job. Sure. sure. I mean, if Miranda's fired, I'm not saying that that all would have been pushed through immediately. I mean, again, coming from HR, Miranda probably would have had, like, a couple of more months in severance and all that fun stuff. But still, that means that her and Emily are probably potentially out of a job. Yeah, because I mean, Jacqueline probably is going to bring her own assistants in. Jacqueline. I don't think they would have stayed. No. Jacqueline, for life. <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, I don't, I don't think that was Andy's motivation. But um, kind of to Alicia's point, I kind of wish they would have done something like that, especially because we've seen Andy do all this stuff for her mm-hmm. quote unquote, for her career. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if they had done something like that as well, where she did it for her own self, but well, she so just did it for her. Miranda. And when she
3: runs out on Christian, he says, it's a done deal. Like, he doesn't care that he just told her this. He's like, what, what are you going to do to stop it? You're mm-hmm. not going to do anything to stop it. Yeah. Because nobody looped him in. Yeah. On the, the, the reveal stinger. <laughs> yeah, no, really. He's just as clueless as her. Yeah.
2: No, he did clueless. That was last week. <laughs> <I heard. laughs>
3: or
0: three weeks ago. Yeah. Good job. So when Andy finally tells her um, she seems just kind of brush it off Miranda doesn't care appear to care at the luncheon uh, that's honoring James Holt Miranda is talking and um, she presents that Jacqueline will be James Holt new part newest like he'll should be the president
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: what we find out is the actual job title stabbing poor Nigel in the back to save her own job. Poor
2: Nigel. That was really
0: fucked <laughs> up. That was, that was so
2: bad. Considering um. how close they seem to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just, man. Well, mm-hmm. and considering the movie itself just made the audience
0: feel for her, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. Yeah, yeah and that's probably the point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard. what happened to Andy, too. Yeah. yeah. And Nigel, of course, is crushed, but, um, kind of forces himself to remain optimistic because, you know, he has to in and, and hopes that one day she'll, uh, she'll pay him back. Get a new job, Nigel. Even though, and I broke, good luck with that. Yeah. Which he, it's just kind of what Andy says. She's like, are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't
2: know yeah. if he could get another job. Why? I don't know. I just, you know, I think he does like doing what he does. So I think it'd be hard to go to a new magazine. Oh, no.
1: He's got the experience for. He's been there for 18 years. Yeah. There's like like a shit ton of more fashion magazines out there besides runway, so.
2: But it's probably the same kind of stuff there where you have people that have been there. People like Miranda who have cultivated their stuff. I mean, I feel like the fashion mm-hmm. industry is like once you're in and you're in it, mm-hmm. you know, people yeah. know you. They know your name. Mm-hmm. So people probably know Nigel like yeah. So he could probably call in some favors, sure, but there's probably some other people that already have longevity. Yeah. Well, I
3: mean, she gave Andy a good recommendation, and that bitch didn't even turn her her two-week notice, so <laughs> I feel like she would give him a good recommendation mm-hmm. or, you know, I mean, try k- to get him a new job. Or-
2: mm-hmm. Kudos to him, for sure. I mean, and you gotta do what's best for you. If he feels mm-hmm. like yeah. leaving Runway's in his best interest, boy, do it. We'll, we'll never know. Yeah, we don't get a spinoff the Nigel story (laughs) but I I mean after that point
3: Andy's just done because if that's how Miranda's gonna treat Nigel yeah she's dog shit yeah a Mm -hmm, loyal employee yeah Mm
0: -hmm. so in the car we find out that uh, Miranda knew for a while about the plan to replace her um, but was just kind of looking for the right moment to do something about it, which was the Jacqueline kind of replacement. And I go, she's an evil genius. Well, and because she was talking about how she had the list of names
1: mm-hmm. of like, I,
0: I want to I call them suppliers, but <laughs> <laughs> no, designers, designers and models, and and models makeup who, artists, who photographers. Have basically sworn their loyalty to mm-hmm. Miranda. Um, well, she probably made all their careers. That, that's what she said. Right. Yeah. So they feel
3: like they owe her. Yeah, yeah. But she could have told Nigel. She didn't have to she, blindside yeah, him the way she, she
0: did. I agree. But yeah, I don't know how... We we don't actually know how last minute it was. <laughs> Well, because Nigel says that Miranda put him up to it. Right. So To,
2: like, applying for the James Holt position. mm -hmm. So I don't know if she did that, so nobody would know that she was also doing the jack. So if she, like, did that on purpose, knowing that Nigel was never going to get it, because she was
0: working on the side plans. That's extra fucked up. Which I, honestly, I don't think it was, because it seemed like she, she, I think she did actually want that for Nigel. Initially. initially, But probably once she caught wind of this whole... um, um, Jacqueline business coming, Mm -hmm. it might've just stemmed, oh, hey, this, I could, I could give her this Mm -hmm. instead of like my position.
2: I feel like what it is, I I think, I feel like we're both right because I feel like she told him to do it Mm -hmm. and then she found out how much money it was going to be because she said it's outrageously overpriced. overpriced. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she did, she told Nigel to do it because she really wanted what was best for him, then found out how much they were willing to pay for it and then realized, oh, Jacqueline will take this. Yes. Because it's a lot of money.
0: Mm -hmm. So I do feel like
2: she kind of did both things. Mm -hmm. Still shitty to do. Yeah, again
0: we don't and we don't know the timeline so no, she right. could have been it could have been like a week before, but again even a week you still should have probably told him told him Heads up. but it almost kind of seemed like she didn't tell Irv until, until, andy, walked until andy walked in until andy walked in like when they were in the mm-hmm. the room so she even, she, even she was like plotting behind but she hadn't actually acted on it yet mm-hmm. so it's kind of like i i think that she would have
2: told told again we don't know the timeline but i feel mm-hmm. like timeline wise, she would have told him to what have told her or, or suggested floated the name to him, but he wasn't jumping on it. and then that's why she brought in the sledgehammer up. It, okay, here it is. you're yeah. not you're not taking my bait. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to do now. Here's yeah. the list.
0: What? Yeah, yeah. And, it. but it seems the luncheon, James Holt knew. Because mm. he looked at okay, Nigel and it was like, and Nigel was like, he did a little finger thing. <laughs> and James was like, yeah, <laughs> about that. So I'm just like, I think just Jacqueline why did not no one else and James and tell her. him? You know, she, even though it was kind of probably Miranda's, like, Scheme. manipulation. Yeah. But still, maybe, if anything, James Holt probably could have. Well, and Christian didn't know either. Christian Christian was like... <laughs> what? Christian yeah, didn't need to know. So... Back in the car, uh, Miranda compliments Andy by saying how impressed she was um, with how intently she was trying to tell her about this plan, this plan with Jacqueline to replace her, and that she sees a great deal of herself in Andy. And uh, Andy's like, peace out! Andy's like, (laughs) that's not a compliment. I wouldn't take Um, it as one either. And... She- I, I put- asks her how she, how she could be so shitty to Nigel, even though she doesn't say that. She's just like, I could never do what you did. And then that's when she's like, bitch, you already did. You mm-hmm. did the exact same thing to Emily. Mm-hmm. Miranda whips out the Paris card, um, explaining that Andy did the exact same thing to Emily. And she goes, everybody wants to be us. <laughs> and then- re- I don't. It's okay. Yeah, I don't either. Same. <laughs> Rethinking her life decisions- <laughs> Andy decides to walk away from Miranda, leaving her there to wonder where she went, to which we see Andy throw her phone into a fountain, which is littering.
2: That's littering, and that's not giving two weeks notice, and bitch, you're in Paris. I'm pretty sure Miranda has your plane ticket home.
0: Probably. I mean, unless she just paid for it herself, maybe. Because
2: she has the money? I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of a, it's like a freeing moment, sure, but the logistics of it just don't work out. <laughs> just a tip from HR, always give a two-week notice. Don't burn your bridges. This has been your HR uh, tip for the tip for the week.
3: Come to us for movie talk and bullshit and life advice. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you
2: get another job.
0: <laughs> I was going to
1: say, she felt each other
0: per diem for that. <laughs> <laughs> can't take it home. Yeah. All that overtime. Yeah. Uh, so back in the States, um, Andy apologizes to Nate, even though she has really nothing to apologize for, mm-hmm. in all honesty. Like, he was being a shithead, too. So, which he, and I don't think we ever see him... We don't hear him apologize no. for like no. being an ass. Mm-hmm. No, nope. and she tells him that he was right, even though he wasn't. Um, and they patch things up. They he, were both wrong. She brought both... up good points, but I don't think he was right.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Andy has another job interview at a newspaper, and I'm assuming she gets the job
2: mm-hmm. I
3: think thanks she did. to a yeah.
0: quote-unquote good word put in by Miranda. Andy calls Emily to tell her that she's giving her all of her clothes that she got from Paris, which, um, again, we kind of see Emily, you know, she's kind of warmed up to Andy at this point and then tells the assistant, the second assistant, you, that she has big shoes to fill. And as Andy is walking, um, she sees Miranda getting into her car outside of the building um, and they lock eyes. Andy waves. Miranda does not. And Andy ex- basically expects nothing less. Like, she kind of mm-hmm. just laughs it off, like... That's um, Miranda. Yeah, that's Miranda. Um, and Miranda watches Andy walk away. Kind of... I feel like she's almost admiring her handiwork. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, she... Because, I mean, she did kind of... She groomed her. Groomed her. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And she actually smiles and chuckles. Oh, and basically and then turns back into Miranda. Like, her normal Go. self. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put, yas. <laughs> <laughs> queen. Yas, yes, queen. And that's The Devil Wears Prada. It's such and, a good movie. In a nutshell, so good.
2: I mean, I do I do feel like we kind of ripped it a little bit apart, but it's, it's I a mean, very good... I, I don't I, think yeah, I don't think we
0: had... We just... I don't think we had bad things to say about the movie, because no. it's, it's a great movie, mm-hmm. but just the characters... Well, they're complex, and there's, exactly. there's a lot yeah. of things they do
3: wrong, there's a lot sure. of things they do right, and it's fun to remark on those things. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah. So... I guess I'll go into our little fun fact corner. <laughs> Upon its release, um, it became the top rental <laughs> in the United States and held that spot for, um, for a month. RIP Blockbuster. RIP Blockbuster. While many people, sp- I said this kind of earlier, uh, many people speculate that the role of Miranda was based off of Anna uh, Wintour, but Streep actually said that she was inspired by men We're looking into this role, um, such as Clint Eastwood and um, Mike Nichols. Only because there aren't a lot of powerful female women to kind of look up to in this role, so she kind of had to use. Yeah, they're not. They're, they haven't been portrayed yet. You don't exactly. get to see them. Mm-hmm.
3: I can see the Clint Eastwood now.
1: Yeah, totally. Well,
0: she she uses his like soft right. tone, like that soft, like aggra- like not aggressive, but you know, pa- like mm-hmm. when he speaks, people listen. It's like, right. very cool, calm, collected. Exactly. So that's kind of where, because people expected her to be like this. People actually didn't know how she was gonna um, play it. Play it because this role was basically given to her. They were like, "We don't want anyone to play this, but Meryl Streep." So no one actually knew until she started like playing the role, and they expected her to be like, while yelling, you know, yeah. loud, but no, she was super like cool and calm, which and, is like, way scarier. Which is well, exactly
2: because that's the way you know powerful angry women are portrayed. Is you know they're. yelling Yelling and red face and you know so yeah it's something different Mm -hmm. which like you said it's something new to see and much more scarier
0: and also just the whole disappointment thing like i'm not mad i'm disappointed in you Mm -hmm. yeah and the original actress that they wanted to play as andy was rachel mcadams oh uh but she turned it down because she kind of wanted to stay away from mainstream material
3: she's in doctor
2: strange
0: yes that's the most mainstream
2: thing in the world
0: no she didn't mean girls
2: like, that well... Was,
1: that was before this came out. Mean Girls was, like, 2004.
2: And yeah. then she wanted to stay away from mainstream, so then she went and did the Sherlock Holmes movies? hmm Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and, I mean, it was kind of
0: weird. And honestly, I feel like it would have been harder for... I don't know. Rachel McAdams is really pretty. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like even... She's, like, really, really pretty. pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, I feel like you can downplay Anne Hathaway's beauty a little bit more than... Rachel McAdams. I feel like it would have been, like, completely impossible mm-hmm. to make her, like, make, a makeover thing. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think Anne Hathaway is way
3: more beautiful,
2: <laughs> um, personally, than <coughs> Rachel McAdams. i was trying to pause. You know? Honestly, oh, sorry, think, yeah. sorry. Um... Well, I feel like for, for the audience, though, we'd already seen Anne Hathaway be frumpy. Yeah, so, so it, Mia be, yeah, yeah, so so it I, wasn't hard. I agree, yeah, it, it was fun. easier But they, go back into that. But they didn't go full princess diaries? No. No. She didn't break a brush in her hair? <laughs> they did,
3: No, they just went, she's all that. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think it's all, like, personal preference. I don't know. Yeah. But that's interesting that she would say that. Yeah, because Rachel McAdams is in tons of commercial stuff. I,
2: I know, so it was kind of, I, I read that and I was like, that's kind of weird. But she regretted that. Yeah, no kidding. I don't think she would have riffed with um, Emily Blunt as well, as Anne Hathaway did. Mm. Mm. Yeah. A- Andy and Emily's kind of the dynamic was yeah. really interesting and I think that worked with Anne and Emily. Yeah. I don't think Rachel would have been able to do it.
3: I don't I don't want anyone else to play Emily's role, but she would have been a good Emily. She could have just channeled Regina George. Yes. Sure. And mm-hmm. yeah. which is my favorite which, role of
0: yeah. um, um, hers. The role of Emily was going to be an American actress. Like oh. they wanted her to have an American accent, but like Emily, she did it in her British and that it completely changed her role. Oh yeah. Cool. So, mm-hmm. um made it better. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Anne Hathaway actually wanted this job so bad that she traced the words "hire me" in the sand of the of like a Zen garden. I guess <laughs> that someone they had a, the exec at the time of 20th Century Fox had one on their desk. Oh my gosh. When they first met, she she put "hire me" in it, and then I guess I don't know if they left, and then she came back, and it was there, but it was just like,
2: oh my god. It sounds really threatening.
0: <laughs>
2: I right, Hire okay. me. <laughs> HR suggests that you don't do that. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> it's like a Deadpool spelling Francis with the bodies. Oh my <laughs> god. God. Same, same energy. Same, same, energy. My name. same energy. Oh, I'm gonna Dick spell it for you.
0: <laughs> So the costumes for this film, which were overseen by Patricia Fields, cost more than a million dollars. Ooh, holy shit. Um, even though they were borrowed, most of them were borrowed, but well, the, was the total cost of it was a million dollars, which I think is one of the biggest, mm-hmm. but like, the most clothes has cost for um, a movie. I'll
2: tell you what, they probably did not want to spill any of that hot coffee on any of that. No. Uh,
3: Fuck. No, that jacket was from Target. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was that shoot day.
0: Yeah. Um, and instead of keeping her wardrobe, uh, Meryl Streep actually, uh, chose to donate her clothes to a charity auction. I actually oh. knew that. So that was, mm-hmm. that's, that's a cool yeah, that's thing. Yeah, nice. Emily Blunt was actually asked to slim down to, um, oh, Jesus. sickness, sickliness, thin
2: you saw her in profile she was like not yeah she was
0: super skinny in this movie but yeah they basically asked her to to kind of be super skinny and she's like that's the first time anyone's ever asked me to do that but i mean she did it anyway mom did her first role. yeah you know exactly she was probably willing to do anything sure at that point now she doesn't need to she's eat more cheese now yeah Yeah, and again this was her breakout role i love emily blunt i know she's so good she was great in Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Nice to find out that the cast apparently is still very close. Oh. which is I didn't know this, but so Stanley Tucci was invited to Emily and John Krasinski's wedding. That's so sweet. As to which he met Emily's sister, and now they're married. Oh my Aww. god, that's adorable! Isn't that the most adorable thing? Aww, yes, that was perfect. Cute. so Emily's sister Felicity, Stanley Tucci, and they and her met at their wedding. And now, and they married a few years later. Aww. So I'm like, <laughs> yay. There was talk of a sequel because there is a second book. And oh. It's called Revenge Where's Prada. Um, However, none of the stars were really eager to do one because they were basically like, this movie was great the first time around. Don't mess with it. You know, yeah. like, unless it was something completely dramatic. And I think the plot is similar, like rather similar. So they were just like, no, not worth it. They hit the right note on the first try. Mm-hmm. So
2: well, it it's like when they did the legally blonde two, like yeah. it was not necessary. The first one was fine all on its own. The same thing with the mean girls. They did what, three of those? So I watched the second spinoff one and it's bad. Yeah. They're just not necessary. So kudos to them. If they did it, they did it right. And they don't have to do another. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you wanted to like modernize it, like do the, but no one wants
0: to hear the same story and Mm it stands up fine. Yeah. Um, and in 2015 there, it was announced that a musical adaptation of the film was in works. I'd see it. And in 2017 it was announced that Elton John and Shayna, I I think Shayna, Shayna, so, it was announced that Elton John and Shayna Taub would uh, write the music and the lyrics. And I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything since then. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's still, if they're still just like working on it or mm-hmm. if it's kind of gotten kaboshed. i see it. I'd see it too. That'd be cute. Yeah. <laughs> and that wraps up my, my fun facts. Woo! Yay! They
3: were indeed
1: fun. <laughs> they were indeed fun, yes. Very interesting.
3: Good job, Heather. Thank you. So now we're going to move on to the current events. We don't have a full list this week. We've been super busy. But we're, we all are going to talk about a couple things that we did do. We saw Captain Marvel, first of all. Yay! Yes! Oh, my
2: gosh. We all loved it. Yes. It was fun. It was fun. It was a good movie. Um, I find it kind of fitting that after talking about this movie and kind of bashing all the dudes, we went and saw a, a woman's movie, basically. It's who it was made for, what it was made for, and it did a good job. I would it,
1: die for Goose. Oh, oh. Same. <laughs> same. That cat, oh my god. I love him so much.
3: I also have yeah. to talk about how amazing Sam Jackson was, because I love him.
0: Yes. And
3: Nick Fury, man. Nick Fury singing, washing dishes. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Domest- domestic. Domestic Nick Fury.
0: <laughs> they did a really good job on his stage. Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the CG. Nick- I... There was it was flawless. Yeah. It was a little
3: more obvious on Coulson. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, yeah. But yeah, Sam yeah. Jackson looked perfect. But we didn't
0: see Coulson all that much. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of there, but I mean uh, they so they probably spent most of the budget doing Sam Jackson's face. <laughs> I <laughs> feel
2: like it was um it was in Coulson's hair. It was his hairline. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, it was weird. Looked funny. Yeah. Um it looked like he had like plugs or something. Yeah, I don't know if that was just they didn't match up Clark Gregg when we first mm-hmm. see him in Iron Man or or Thor, I guess so we see more of him, you know, close ups and stuff. I feel like right. they didn't match it quite well, right. regression wise, and or like Heather said, they just spent all the money <laughs> on Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Which,
0: yeah, exactly. Fine.
2: He's in more of it, so totally. So we would definitely
3: recommend you go see Captain Marvel. We would watch that.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> and did
3: watch that. <laughs> we'll go in depth on that when we do Phase Three. So we're not gonna blast spoilers right now. I'm sure not everyone in the world has seen it yet, so we'll hold off. The other exciting piece of Marvel news is James Gunn is coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3.
2: That's right. I mean, the script was written. Like, he wrote the script. Oh, yeah. So, I'm... Yeah.
3: Well, and all the actors were bitching about not wanting to be in it if he wasn't in it and uh, if he wasn't directing it. And I feel like we would have lost a lot if he hadn't, if he wasn't going to direct it. So, I'm glad he's back. Hopefully he's learned his lesson. Don't say stupid shit. He was young and naive. Yeah, I mean, and that was, like, forever ago, and he had already apologized for it, so, just... It it was over ten years ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. the, the yeah. tweets were from, from... Some psycho went back through his old tweets. That's
0: right. I'm like, remind me again
2: he, as to what it was. I don't He's, remember what he said. He did write, they, I think they were just kind of, like, sexist and racist. I mean, were they? I don't they're, remember.
1: They're questionable. Yeah, like, they're not They're that, not good, and yeah. it, it, I
2: don't justify it at all, yeah. but at the time it was a little less sensitive then right. but he did
3: apologize for them at that time when he did. Right, it. well and
2: that's the thing, is like, you grow up from your dumb, stupid face. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we all have.
3: We all mm-hmm. say horrible awful shit to our friends all the time. Yeah. Don't put it on Twitter.
2: Hmm? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there you go. Just yeah. say it to your friends. <laughs> but, yeah, no I'm glad he's back. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Heather finally finished Umbrella Academy. Yay! I
0: did. So we can talk about it now. Okay.
3: And this is probably going to contain some mild spoilers, so prepare yourself. Gird your loins. Gird your, yes. For the mild spoilers, but it's been at least a month now, so if you haven't seen it, we can't help you. But Umbrella Academy, so good.
0: Yeah, it really was.
3: Very good. Oh my gosh. And totally different from how I thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. so I liked that they surprised me. Well, what, like, three of the four of
2: us went in completely blind?
3: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
0: I, I knew nothing.
2: I didn't yeah. even read the description. I just watched no, it. No, same. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I did either, to be I honest. Think, I don't think I watched the trailer. I think I just knew I was going to watch it, and we just did.
3: Well, Kelly was shouting Umbrella Academy at the top of her lungs for weeks, so <sighs> yes. we're like, okay.
1: Yes. Ever since it was announced, I was like, listen, we're watching this. I don't care if you don't know what it is. You're going to watch it and enjoy it.
3: And right, we, we finished it for you, so.
1: Yes, I know you sure did. As I put, repost the trailer 50 times, saying I want to watch it, you guys should watch this.
2: But, so, it, but it was great, though, I mean, because all the, like you were saying, for for this for Devil Wars Prada, they, the characters were real. They were real characters. They had problems, they made good choices, they made bad choices, mostly bad choices... Um, and there were consequences yes for all of them Mm -hmm. all of them did something all of them did something stupid and something like bad happened because of it Mm -hmm. and like they realized it too I think Mm -hmm. like all of them did Uh, which is good because usually you don't get the you don't get the realization piece of it you don't get that part where they're like oh fuck I fucked up they just Mm -hmm. kind of gloss over that and I feel like they didn't with this which a lot of that might have to do with Gerard Way I I feel like that a lot of his input of creating real characters real people
1: oh yeah and like all those characters are him so, like...
3: His, different facets of him? His yeah, personalities?
1: Was... No, I mean, like, his interests and, like, you yeah. know, his personality. Like, like, honestly, with number five and coffee, that's Gerard.
3: Number uh, five is my favorite. Yeah. I love him. I would die for him, okay? <laughs> that cat is cute, but, oh my gosh, number
2: five. Oh my Murder God. child. <laughs> that's the only way you'll that's, enjoy children? Yes.
1: Like, since a lot of people like number five a lot, which mm-hmm. is very awesome. Well,
2: he's uh, really sassy. Yeah. Everyone yes. likes the sassy
0: characters, mm-hmm. as I roll my eyes.
1: Well, and uh, Klaus, because he's a sassy
0: character. Um, as, I, as I roll my oh, eyes Klaus. at the lack of communication throughout yes. the Oh, oh my god.
1: Yeah. It's a dysfunctional family. What yeah, do you expect?
0: I'm just like, five, would you please tell someone what you're fucking doing?
2: Like, yeah. please. Well, we did... Alicia ta- least I to talk about that. that I f- we feel like he waited way too long for that reveal of, like, you all die. I'm here to yes. prevent you guys from dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and... They're having all these family
3: meetings, but they're just arguing. They're not actually talking about Mm -hmm. what's happening. Yeah. They're just shouting at each other over shit that happened, like, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Just focus on what's happening right now.
1: Dysfunctional family.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's not the Ohana I signed up for. It's not the
1: Ohana you signed up for.
3: Yeah, no, lack of communication is... Like top ten most hated tropes of mine. I think we <laughs> talked yes. about that. Mm-hmm. Probably. In one of our other episodes. Probably. We talk about it in uh, one of these Avenger movies yeah. as well. I don't remember which one of yeah, this point. Yeah, I'm but... pretty
2: sure we went. We went off on this rant. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we will go off on it often. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's used a lot. Uh, but the ending was pretty unexpected. The ending was hilarious.
0: Yeah. It's like, did you really just blow up the moon? You fucking
1: blew, you blew up, up the, the moon. moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that but
1: was kind of neat. You would.
0: Yeah, I'm just curious to see, like, what they're going to do for... Because it, it got picked up for a second season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what is that going to, like, entail? I don't know. Well, I mean, it seems like well, they maybe, time-traveled,
2: so... Maybe they'll go back to the past and find out what caused them to be born, you know? Like, the, maybe they'll go back oh, to, maybe. The, to the 80s.
0: To, like, what what happened, like, why they oh. were all born. Oh, why the same... special children were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they were others. There were. I mean, well, obviously, well, there were 47 of them, right? waiting like for them to that. show That's up.
2: what we kept... Honestly, kept thinking that whose his face was the boyfriend. Oh, yes. uh, Leonard? Vanya's Leonard. boyfriend. Leonard. Yes, yeah. yes. Leonard. we kept thinking he was a special child, a special that a a special. Special. he was the a special, special. A child. <laughs> that just grew up to be the supervillain. Yeah, and yeah. then he was just happened to be born on the same day, which so I did end yeah. up liking that. It was yeah. a cool twist. Um, not a good enough reason to hate them all, but no, he was a psycho. Yeah, yeah. so but I'm sure that's gonna come up though. There's gonna be like a faction of anti, you know, they're going to have all their powers, but opposite, you know, some bullshit comic thing like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone always has an evil alter ego. Right. Yeah, I have mixed feelings on
3: Vanya still. Um, I'm I'm a little more forgiving of her now than Uh I was when we watched it. Mm-hmm. Because I do typically like that kind of character who, you know, like the Kylo Ren's who are subjected to bullshit and then turn out bad and mm-hmm. then have some kind of redemption. So I think she's gonna get some kind of redemption with her family in the next season, which I really hope she does. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, I'm glad everyone's alive, spoilers. I'm yeah. glad they're alive. Because mm-hmm. I want them to get together as a family. Same. And figure their shit out and talk it yeah, out. Yeah, same. And, you know, hopefully that'll happen next season. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I've kind of changed my mind on a couple things just having thought about it further, and I like things that make me think. So sure. I really like the show.
2: There was a thing I had read Kelly may have been the one who shared it. and I think I had saw I saw it. Um, the parallel where uh, Allison is the one who took away Vanya's powers, yeah, and then Vanya is the one who took away Allison's powers. Yep, which uh-huh. is very interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. I was like, ooh, but we don't know that her powers. We don't, are yeah, we, we don't know
1: that her assumed. vocal cords right. were
0: completely affected. They but, probably.
1: We'll see. But then. I mean, she's a kid again, so maybe that healed. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if they went. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Well, we don't know because Five did it on accident the first time and he fucked up. So Mm -hmm. maybe or maybe not. Mm -hmm. We're not sure. I guess we'll see what happens. Mm hmm. So.
0: Well, it did. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see them kind of shrink into like their past selves, and she didn't have like. I don't think she had the bandage around her neck. Oh,
2: okay. Hmm.
0: So I think it might have like. Convert, actually converted her back to when oh. that time. Well, maybe it would give them a
2: chance then to grow up the right way? Yeah. Question mark? Maybe.
0: Yeah, because no. now they kind of know,
2: right? What can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay, cool. Well, we're looking forward to that. Uh, none of us have played any games this week. We haven't had time to do shit. Mm-mm. I haven't even turned Pokemon on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what?
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, this is Alicia as always, uh, I don't know if I mentioned before but I'm hell obsessed with Kind of Funny which is like a video game and other shit <laughs> True. Uh, group of podcasters and they have a, a show they brought back called Love and Sex Stuff and I just really liked the episode because it's two dudes but they're talking about a question they got from one of their audience members, is it o- ever okay to cheat on your girlfriend? And they both immediately say, no, mm-hmm. it's never okay, you no. need to communicate and their whole speech was about learning to communicate Yay! so it touched my heart <laughs> 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 because yes, please Talk to your freaking partner. Talk to your friends. Like talk you, to your family. Like
0: if you don't want to be in that relationship, don't, don't, be, don't in be in it. Don't be in it. Yeah. Like, do not find an out or whatever, or because mm-hmm. clearly you wouldn't be doing that if you weren't happy where right. you were. At. Right. So it's like, yeah, exactly. just don't fucking do it, man. Exactly. Right. Or if you're gonna do it, break up with that person and do whatever the fuck you want.
2: Or yeah. agree that you want to be in a polyamorous relationship. You know, like you got to have those kind of agreements before yeah. you go. But and again, do anything. communication, right? Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: So for cosplay. I got my Boo stuff. Yay! what is What does Boo stuff mean? I got my dress that I'm going to wear and my wig. My white wig. For
2: King Boo. For King Boo. We need to buy fangs. I need to buy fangs. Yes, because I need some too for you Bowser. Need some too. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yes, in case anyone's forgotten, we're doing Mario Kart for MegaCon this year. 15 of us.
2: 15 of us are doing it. All of
3: our friends. It's going to be the most amazing thing ever and also a nightmare. It's going to be yes. crowded. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but Heather's King Boo and... Ashley got your
2: you got your Bowser backpack. I got a
3: Bowser backpack. Yeah, I
2: needed a shell for Bowser, and they don't. I swear, I've seen like a mass-produced. We have somewhere. Backpack, but it does not exist. I found one in
0: Japan.
2: Oh. Pro- I thought about no. I thought about waiting. I did. I
0: mean, we maybe.
2: Yeah, I thought about waiting till so we went to Japan to see if I found one there, but I was getting anxious about it, and I found one on Etsy, and right. I was like, well, it's cute, so I bought it.
1: Sure. Yeah, I swear I've seen those backpacks at, like, Hot Topic. Yeah, I, I know. the Bowser ones. No, I yeah, right? they
2: exist. And they just, I can't, i looked on Amazon, well, i looked on eBay, yeah, and, I, like...
1: I feel like
0: I've seen the Ninja Turtle one
2: yes. more than mm. I've probably seen a Bowser that's one. That's what kept popping up, was the Ninja mm. Turtle one. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. They're not like, thinking Maybe they'll have it. I already bought an Etsy one. She's already got <laughs> one. I already have one. <laughs> yeah. I already put it on, I'm already attached to it. <laughs> okay. I will look in Japan, though, just
0: yeah. It's really cute though.
2: Yeah, I like it. And, you know, support people who make things. So. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Buy things on Etsy. I buy yeah. so much shit off Etsy. Mm-hmm. I still need to. Maybe I can find a crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could. Mm-hmm. I was debating whether or not to 3D print one. Oh. <gasps> Do it. That'd I just be think cool. it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do <Okay>. it. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think you should. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like it. Very cool. We'll see if I have the time. <laughs> yeah. So. Just print it while you're leaving. <laughs> just set the machine up to go and then yeah. go on your trip and just right. don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> So for
3: traveling, we did finally get a reservation for Gompachi, which is the Kill Bill restaurant. I'm going to bring my Kill Bill bride jacket, my yellow motorcycle jacket. Woo! So I'm really excited. I'm sure all the locals will think I'm a total asshole for wearing
2: <laughs> a cosplay jacket. Probably, but yeah. From what the review said, though, people said that a lot of tourists, tourists eat there. So you, I would be shocked if you're the only one in one of those jackets. We'll probably see somebody else. In one. Really, I'd be shocked if there was anybody else with a jacket like that. I think we'd see some bales in there with one. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I, I just need a picture of me in the jacket in the restaurant, and I'm happy forever. There you <laughs> go. Care to make a wager?
1: <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no gambling
3: in the fellowship. There's no gambling in the fellowship. We never have.
2: <laughs> That's actually true.
3: <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. One of these days, maybe we'll have a high-stakes poker game or something. Strip poker. Oh, snap. Mm. Time for a sexy party. I've
0: never, I've never played poker.
2: Really?
3: Yeah. Same. It's easy. Yeah. It's
2: fine. It's fine. I feel like it's one of those ones where, like, it's half skill and half just luck.
3: All right. We have, like, a day of traveling ahead of us to get to Tokyo, so we'll teach you how to play poker. We got two decks of cards. Sounds
0: like fun. <laughs> there you
3: go. Yeah, exactly. You sound
2: so enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so not to break the fourth wall too much, but this episode will be airing the second week we're in Japan, and then we're going to record The Crow tomorrow, so we kind of split our current events, just to let you guys know. We have some more stuff to say, but we'll save that for the episode tomorrow. Alright, so if anybody wants to get into contact with us...
0: You can email us at I could watch that at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at icouldwatchthat. Um, our Twitter handle is I could watch, and you can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Spreaker, and you can just search I could watch that all one word. And yeah, go like, like, subscribe, follow us. Tell us, We'd tell us love what, to hear from you.
2: Tell us what you think about Andy's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us how wrong we are. Yeah, tell us all your opinions. Tell us um... how, how great men actually are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us um, all your fun things that you like about, uh, or dislike, about Devil Wars Prada. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, that's it. We go that's to it,
3: yeah. go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. It's so late. Yes. We had to get these out, though, before we go away.
0: Yeah. So bear with us, guys.
3: So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for listening. Thank- Bye. 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 Bye.